Tuesday Gratitude Slam. It is 7 well, 4 a.m. Eastern Time on our Tuesday because every day at 7.05 a.m. Eastern Time, we do the Gratitude Slam Live. But of course, the Gratitude Slam is available to you seven days a week, one way or another, whether as replays or the daily questions. And if you are coming in the room as a replay watcher, write the word replay in the box right now. Uh, and if you are watching this as a replay, what I highly recommend is participate as we um, as you watch the recording, because I will have the opportunity to go back and reply to your comments. And part of the growth is self-awareness, um, self-actualization, actually putting it out there. There's something different than when you keep it all up here. I'm a big fan of hey, let's have some radical candor. Let's say what's on our mind. Let's get it outside of our bodies so that we're actually delegating to a source that's not inside our head. Maybe that's a piece of paper. Or in this case, it's right here on the Gratitude Slam. So as you come on in the room, like I see Ann Roberts has, say hello as well. Uh, the purpose of the Gratitude Slam, and the reason I do this once a week is, I have found myself that by focusing on what I do have, my mind goes, hey, you want to focus on what you have? Let's bring more of that to you. Because if I wake up, I have found that when I wake up and I go, oh, today's going to be bad, or I just wish I had the relationship or the money or whatever, I just got more of what I didn't have. So if I was like, I don't have the money, I got more of not having money. If I focused on the job I didn't have yet. I got more of the job I didn't have yet. Now, it sounds a little woo-hoo, but what I'm ultimately saying is what you tell your mind to look at, your mind will find. So gratitude, I always say this, or I often say this, shall I say, right? Gratitude is an attitude, and an attitude is a skill, and a skill is a habit, and a habit can be learned. Good morning, Roz and Welcome on in the room, everyone that is in here. Sherry, welcome on in the room. And so the reason I say gratitude is an attitude, attitude is a skill, a skill is a habit, and a habit can be learned, is because a lot of people go, well, I just don't have a lot to be grateful for right now. Or, you know, that's just not me. Or I know that's in me, but it's not here. Well, fine, great, this is a practice. And so as you are watching this today, I wanna remind you, um, my goal, our goal, the community of Gratitude Slam's goal is to impact positively as many people as we can. So feel free to invite people in the room. And of course, if there's ever anything I say that you want to explore more or have your organization or company explore more, feel free to direct message me to talk about what it's like to do more one-on-one. -on -one. But for today, for right now, this is our time together. So Michael Costa, great seeing your name in the room. Hope you all have your tea. Let me know if you guys have a beverage or not. Uh, if you don't, the next time we do this, bring some tea along with you. This is my peach green tea from Stash. And it's a mighty, mighty fine tea. And today the topic that um, we selected for the Gratitude Slam is the power of saying no to grow. The power of saying no to grow. Discomfort right now. In general, to say no. 10, saying no creates a lot of pain in your life. One, I can say no, no problem. I'd, I, I'm going to say used to be eight. 
now a two. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it now. Maybe on certain days a three. Uh, yeah, good morning, MB. Welcome on in the room. So you, Ann, you're drinking a Black Rifle coffee called Caff, caffeinated as fuck. Wow. Well, it is that time of the year for you, isn't it, right now? Scale of 1 to 10, 10 being, oh, God, the pain is paralyzing. Saying no for you, where do you land in general? Where do you fall? Love the idea that life is a practice. Oh, yeah. It's all a practice. Well, are we going to really master this thing? I don't know. Not been there yet. So I'm practicing as I go, and it feels really good. Ooh, MB, used to be a nine, now a three, four. That's beautiful. Would love to hear in a sentence what shifted for you on that. So there's this idea of why is no so challenging for people? And one of the really neat things that we can ask ourselves for those of us who saying no was, like myself, was really challenging through our journey, what was the meaning of that? Where... Why did we have to go through such a painful journey of understanding that saying no was a necessity? I'll give my answer. I, I truly believe it was so I could understand contrast of really knowing what it's like to make decisions, to live a life that was fulfilling to me. Because not having fulfillment all the time gave me contrast. And then I also truly believe I had to go through that pain of paralyzing, paralyzation of the word no to say it, um, to be able to help other people spot it, right? Now I can spot it as I coach people. Sherry was a nine, now like a five. Thank you for acknowledging that. Mindy, welcome in the room. Great seeing you. Uh, Roz is drinking a traditional medicinal gypsy cold tea. Wonder what that is. That's cool. Was much higher, now down to a three. What a shift, right? People pleasing 101. Was that really a class? I want to learn more about that. Roz, was a 12? Whoa, you broke the dial. Now a two. So for those individuals who are watching this, who is still paralyzing, I would love for you to put in a sentence, what shifted? How did you make that transformation? For me, it was that fuck it moment of enough is enough. I want to, as my new pens say, and I'm so excited about these, life, oop, can't get it to focus. Ah, well, it's not focusing purposely, purposely, perfectly. Life on my terms, right? So what was that shift? Because I know a lot of people would crave that information. Roz is saying not knowing who you really was, right? So you went along with others, right? Sometimes you just don't know. You're like, well, I don't really know. In my first marriage, right, that was a lot. I was like, oh, I don't know what I want, so I guess I'll go along with everything, which ended up sabotaging everything. Ooh, class of life. I like that. Amanda Friedman in the room. Welcome. So there's this idea of no, because what is no going to do? Actually, let's list it out. Let's whiteboard this if we could. I wish I could whiteboard on this. Can I? Is there a feature yet on that? I don't think so. No. What are all the reasons it might be hard to say no? Uh, I'll start um, just guilt that I'm doing harm, that I'm taking so much time for myself, right? I've been trained to put others first. I mean, I wasn't, but I'm saying that could be a thing. What are other reasons it might be challenging for someone to have difficulty saying no? Put down some of those words here. As you put down the words of why it would be difficult for someone to say no, because we might identify with something you say, and we haven't put that word 
to that feeling for ourselves. And even if you're a two now at saying no, meaning it's pretty easy for you to say no, wouldn't it be great to identify quicker when you are being uncomfortable in the no and the N-O? So Sherry, you would always be afraid of hurting people's feelings. So you put your needs aside, right? So this, so you're already saying, right? Need to uh, hurting other people's feelings. And that would maybe be a bad reflection on you, I, you know, perhaps. Maria would say burnout is what changed that for you, right? That, what I was saying, the FI moment, the fuck it moment. No, thank you is a complete sentence. Yeah, hey, no is a complete sentence. No, period is a complete sentence. No, comma, thank you is a complete sentence. No, without a comma, no, thank you is a complete sentence. Yeah, Rod's other expectations. Someone might get paralyzed because they have to lean into others' expectations. And always felt the need to self-sacrifice. Then I realized you deserve the ability to say no. Yeah, this idea of self-sacrifice. How does it really serve the other person? When What kind of role model are we if we can't say no for ourselves? Right? Amanda, fear of punishment, maybe from the past, maybe in the current state. If you say no, will there be some sort of retribution? That's very possible too. You feel like you're, you've, I, I like feeling needed, right? So it's really nice to feel needed. Absolutely. But there's a difference between being needed and being effective. Ooh, gosh, did that one bring me jingles and tingles. There's a difference between being needed and being effective. Sherry's saying another reason, wanting to avoid confrontation. Yeah, not securing yourself. How are you seeing your identity? Yeah, people pleasing, right? So, right, this idea of guilt because you're self not self-sacrificing and you maybe you've been taught or maybe your upbringing was, hey, put us first, right? This idea of conflict, this idea of getting rejected, not being loved right? Several of the human needs is contribution, love, connection. You're not going to have that possibly, or you run the risk, excuse me. You run the risk of saying no. Well, what's the risk? I want you to put this down. What's the risk you take by not saying no? So here's what I want to share. Saying no is evolution. I'm going to type that one out. Saying no is evolution. Oops, I don't think I wrote it. Saying no is evolution. Saying no is innovation. In nature, conflict exists. Rejection exists for evolution, for innovation, for growth. Because every time you say yes to something that you don't want to or to please somebody else, it's very possible that you shut yourself down, right, from that next thing. Because if you're constantly saying yes to the same thing and the redundancy is starting to create pain because it's shutting you down, there's no room for evolution. There's no room for growth. Saying no is evolution. It creates the room for space. It creates room, right? So many people I've found in coaching, including myself getting coaching, that that fear of conflict, that fear of rejection, by shutting that down, by turning that off, you're stunting evolution. You're stunting innovation. 
Conflict is healthy. Conflict is designed to be healthy. So here's my request for you, and I'd like you to make this commitment. It's okay to be uncomfortable saying no. Because every time you feel discomfort, that's just your biology saying, hey, you run the risk of getting rejection. You run the risk of not being loved. You run the risk of being judged. That's what that is. It's just your biology saying, hey, let's stay safe. So I want you to make the commitment. Oops. I want you to make the commitment to say, I am okay being uncomfortable. I am okay with the discomfort. So as you feel that discomfort, I want you to recognize the cues. I want you and I admire you for taking that opportunity to go, ooh, this feels uncomfortable for me to say no. Perhaps I should do it. Because discomfort is growth and pain. Discomfort creates growth. And pain creates change, meaning if it's so painful, you're going to make the shift. But discomfort means I'm about to, to transform. I'm about to go into transit. I'm about to evolve. And that is the purpose of the discomfort is to keep you safe. And so there is, dis, there is risk when saying no. And isn't it beautiful that risk creates evolution? Risk creates growth. And feel okay with radical candor. No, I'm not interested. So I, here's my biggest challenge for you for the week. Microdose, no. Somebody says, would you like a soda with that? Be like, I'm okay, thanks. If somebody says, would you like to go to the movies and you don't want to and go, not this time. If someone says, hey, you want to come to lunch? Say no. The idea is find some micro opportunities to say no and be gracious about it. See what some people said here. Risk of saying no, enabling, self-suppression, creating habits. You're okay with being uncomfortable. The nut is cracking to sprout. Ooh, I like that a lot. All right. So here's what I want to do. Three dot meditation. Dot, dot, dot. I want you to take all of your energy and all your focus just to prove to yourself all you can do is, all, what you can do is take your focus and get it very, rich. Let's just take the period key on your phone and feel what it feels like under your finger. Just do that sort of as the centering exercise. Yeah, Sherry, being okay with being uncomfortable, that's, that's maturity. All right, three things you're grateful for in places you've said no in your life. I remember in my dating phase, there were individuals that wanted to go out with me and maybe I even liked them, but I didn't feel like I was taking enough time to love myself. So I'm grateful I've said no to romantic interests, not necessarily rejection, just no to doing something. I'm grateful that I've said no, even in my marriage, if Lauren wants to do something for me to say, hey, I'm not today for me. Now, that doesn't mean I'm saying no indefinitely, but I was able to say no there. I'm grateful for saying no to people who have begged for their jobs back. And when I say begged, who have really, who've been released or terminated or removed. And they're like, no, I can make the change. And I'm grateful I said no. The time to talk is, has ended. It has passed. 
So whatever areas in life, Michelle, welcome in the room, Kimberly, welcome in the room. I want you to slam down three areas you are grateful for where you said no. So I'm grateful I said no to certain people who have proposed to me. I'm grateful that I said no for some reason, all this romance stuff is coming up right now because uh, I don't pre-plan what I'm going to say on it. So I'm grateful I said no to job opportunities that I just didn't see how it was going to serve me. Could have easily said yes because I needed the finances at the time. But sort of like in New York City, you always see real estate sitting empty. And it sits empty for a long period of time because the landlord's waiting for the right tenant because it's a long-term thing. As you have said, negotiating with terrorists. Yeah, there is no, I will not negotiate with, I will not let employees, right, Sherry, what I, what I think you're saying is, right, we've talked about, we will never again allow employees to take us hostage, have to say no to them. Grateful you said no to another volunteer job. <laughs> Excuse me. Hmm. Ooh, thank you. Um, so grateful you have evolved to say no with clients. <laughs> yeah. And you are in an industry where there are some unreasonable requests. And sometimes it's okay for them to go. I'm taking my business elsewhere. And you can say, that's okay. Because there's some people who will say yes to you in this. And that's their ethics. Alisa Kingsley, welcome in the room. Three thing areas where you said no. So again, put three things, but I want you to say I am grateful for saying no to blank. And I also wanted to slam down one thing you're grateful for that can be easily overlooked. I am grateful for the tea in this mug. Can you imagine the amount of people it took to get this tea in this mug? I'm grateful for every human who either picked the tea leaves or ran the machines that ran the tea leaves or packaged the tea leaves. I remember going to the Azores a few years ago and to a tea plantation, and I watched women, uh, I think it was all women, it's not that it had to be women, it just was a group of women sitting at the table removing the twigs from the tea leaves and putting them into a machine and taking each bag and making sure that the bags ended up in my container. Great for those people. So that's something easily overlooked. Roz, I'm grateful you said no to your kids' demands sometimes. Yup. And you're grateful to have the courage to distance yourself from toxic relationships. Thank you, Lisa. I'm grateful you said no to certain relationships, right? Look at all this talk about relationships. Because at the end of the day, relationships is what we're saying no to. Crazy what they expect sometimes. Oh, yeah, because you two are in the similar industries. You're grateful for evolving to do what's best for you. Grateful for stickers. Your date book so you can have fun. Oh, there are days, Roz, I want to go back to a paper, a planner, just so I can use stickers. All right. So if you're watching this in a replay, I still would really love it for you to participate and um, give your answers here. I will respond back to you. Uh, if you haven't slammed down your th three things of gratitude, I would love it for you to. Um, and let's seal in today's slam with the word no. And as you sail in the slam with the word no, I actually want to share a story with you. So years ago with my friend, Michelle Slonim, we went to something that's called a cuddle party. It's a formal event. And I was just really curious because I love connecting with people. And I said, this could be interesting, a new way to connect with people. And right, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's an environment where people have a safe boundary, physical touch, non-sexual experience. And it was interesting, glad I did it, don't need to do it again. But what they said was, 
for the first hour, it was no training. Because if you wanted to touch the other individual, you ought to say, may I touch your hand? And, the, and you had to say yes, right? Or may I touch your foot? And they must say yes. But what they do is they teach you first to say no. So they will literally sit you in a circle. And you turn to the person to your right and you say, may I touch your finger? And they have to say no. And you have to say thank you. Just to demonstrate that to yourself that you can say no and practicing saying no. So I want to share that. It just came to my mind, uh, that little story there, right? That's why I want you to say no. Practice saying no. Microdose in the no. Sherry's got a whole bunch of no going on. Sherry knows. And yeah, one more three-dot meditation. Just take your finger, focus on the feeling of the dots, focus on the quietness of the dots, focus on the bubble, what I call the carnival effect, when it's just you and yourself. And I always love to find out, what did you get from today? Maybe you said something. Maybe it was a reminder to yourself to say no to something today. Maybe it's something I said. Maybe it's something Raj, Sherry, Ann said. Maybe if you're watching this as a replay, it's something someone else typed who's not even here yet. What a magical feature Facebook has granted us. Kimberly, gratefully, you said no to staying at work. to take your, get your course award today, congrats. Amanda, grateful for saying no to getting caught back into a narcissistic web cycle. A narcissist, hard to say no to, right? Grateful you said no to giving money to people who'd always ask for more, yeah. So what's your one takeaway? What's the one thing you get to walk out the door with today? What's the one thing you get to share with someone? What's the one thing you get to use for yourself? What's the one thing you get to journal about? What's the one thing you get to talk to your children about? What's the one thing you get to talk to your partner about? What's that one thing? What's the one thing you needed to hear today that you are ready to hear? That it's boosted you. It gave you a little bit of rocket fuel to elevate. I'm going to say for me, it was the journey people have gone on so much at the beginning if you rewind the tape those of you that know what a tape is, which I think everyone in this room knows what a tape is. There was a lot of people who said you used to be a two at saying no, meaning it was painful and paralyzing. And, and now you're an eight or a nine or a 10. That's beautiful, right? How much people have come on the journeys. So uh, yeah, for Roz, just a reminder of how far you've come to celebrate that. Amanda, it's okay being uncomfortable with practicing healthy boundaries and saying no. Shalita uh, Davis, welcome in the room. I love, would love for you to rewatch the replay. Lisa Kingsley, grateful for understanding it's okay to say no, right? Today you reminded Sherry how much she has grown. Look at that, right? Sometimes you just need to know, damn, have I come far, girl or boy or yo-yo. So as I said at the very top, if you really like the group and you interact with someone who you might really think might really enjoy uh, these themes that we do on the graduate exam, feel free to invite them in. It's your group. You just go to the main page and invite them in. And as I said at the top, if you like any of these themes for yourself or anyone in your life or for your corporations even, uh, feel free to reach out. We can talk about what that would look like to be able to make it more uh, customized just for you. And on that note, let's take a breath and let's get the peace out rolling. So we can get out, enjoy our day. We can say no. I hope you say no today. I won't you be my nober. So I hope you get to say no a whole bunch today. 
I hope you spot the discomfort that you might have, and I hope you microdose nos. You find more opportunities to be like, no, just to practice the no. Uh, truly love everyone uh, that's in this room right now, really do. Uh, everyone that's in here, I've really enjoyed growing with you over the, for some of you years. Uh, and saying no is evolution, right? I hope you evolve today. Being uncomfortable indicates a transition, and that's a good thing. All right, everyone. Thanks for coming. Thanks for joining. Thanks for saying no.